1: Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing, highlighting that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also join our Facebook group Search Life Transformation Radio Community on Facebook and never miss an episode by subscribing to your favorite podcast platform. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Go to blogtalkradio dot forward slash life transformation radio. Subscribe there. Listen to the show live there. And you can also go on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, tune in. Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Himalaya App, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and we were available on YouTube. You can search YouTube at Life Transformation Radio. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, amazing human beings making an impact in the world around them, and my guest today has done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, Tuesday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, go ahead and give us a call at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. My guest today... And I know this is going to be an amazing, amazing episode for all of you speakers out there and all of you um, business owners who use the virtual summit as a way to market your business. I know this is going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing episode because I have a personal branding image consultant on the- the show and I am super excited for this because a lot of the virtual events uh, they're, they're skyrocketing everybody's um, doing a virtual event so if you're going to do a virtual event or if you're going to speak at a virtual event your personal branding image has to be on point if you're not going to be speaking in person we need to make sure that what we present over Zoom or another virtual summit software program is absolutely the best. So the title of this episode is a Zoom makeover with personal branding image consultant, Shelly Golden. Shelly Golden is an international personal branding image consultant fashion stylist, and certified color consultant with more than 20 years of experience and is the owner of Shelly Golden Style. As a result of COVID-19 and SIP, Shelly created the Zoom Makeover, a five-step process to help up-level the screen presence of you, your employees, and team members to create to more professional image, which builds confidence and respect. Shelley is passionate about helping you create your unique style and powerful personal brand to boost your confidence and attract the people you want into your life, professionally and socially, both in person and online. As fourth generation in the clothing and fashion business, and having lived in Europe and the Middle East for 15 years, Shelly's rich experience as an image consultant, fashion stylist, costume designer, costume historian, tailor and certified color consultant puts her in a unique category to understand what it takes to create a powerful and successful personal brand both in person, and online. You can go to her website, which is right there in the show notes. It's hyperlinked. Go ahead and check her out, the website. And then her LinkedIn and Facebook links are right there in the show notes. You can click on those, send her a friend request, letting her know that you listened to this episode of Life Transformation Radio. Now, I want to say something before we begin the show about the the makeover and the personal branding image. I was at an event and somebody was telling me who was a, a uh, image consultant said, yeah, you don't wear stripes on stage. I was speaking there. I had uh, a, a light pair of, of khaki pants and then I had like a purple and white striped shirt it was mostly purple but it had white stripes in it. And she said, "Yeah, stripes are not good for the stage." But I like an amazing look. I thought I was, I thought I was looking great. But she said, "Yeah, stripes are stripes are not good." And she was just telling me about colors that can uh, enhance the trust level. I didn't know that. There's colors that can enhance. Um, your stage presence, how the audience interacts with you, how they feel about you. I didn't know colors could do that. Um, there's also things that you don't, like your mannerisms and, and ways that the colors can enhance the trust of value. I didn't, I didn't even think. I was like, well, maybe you just don't wear red on stage. You know, you don't wear red. And she goes, well, red, you know, it means this color or, or blue means this color. I'm like, yeah, I don't like gray. She goes, oh, gray means this color. I'm like, gray to me is dreary. I don't want to wear gray. This is not a, not a bright, like I like bright colors or, you know, some blues and things like that. But she was just saying. You know, when I was at this event, she goes, well, this color means this, and this color means this, and you can get the audience to act a certain way by the color that you wear based on the talk that you give and the emotion that you solicit from them. And it was just like this whole, I was like, what? Man, i just throw a button up and some khakis on and go. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't really, like, give that much thought to what I was wearing and how it would affect people. As long as I had a button up. My collar was nice. My pants were pressed. I was good. I thought I was ready to go. But apparently not. So I know that virtual summits are getting really, 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 really huge. And we need to make sure that our presence the way that we present ourselves, whether it be hair, makeup, um, the, you know, the shirt that you're wearing or if it's a button up or you know, I think even the background. I like to have certain things in the background that uh, that will maybe be a conversation. So I was on a I was, I was speaking at an event called National Publicity Summit. And I met a bunch of people, and one of the people that I had, who's recently a guest on my show, said affirmations on the wall. Something about uh, believe in your affirmations, or it was it was telling you to do something about your affirmations. I said, what? What are those, man? I mean, I've heard of affirmations, but not affirmations. And he said, yeah, it's something I made up. And this is what we do. And this is, you know, whatever. I was like, that's very interesting. And we had a whole talk about the affirmations that people have or what you should have. And I think that uh, that's what the conversation starter was. And, you know, we had a great talk and he was booked on my show, you know, just, just that one that w- it was a big word in like, it was just like, it was like a banner and it was like affirmation, believe in your affirmations or something like that. But it caught my eye because I've never heard it before. So you could actually have conversation starters in your background of your um, of your zoom or whatever on a shelf, or have you know artwork on a wall, I used to have my whiteboard behind me now it sits in front of me, but, but it was a while ago that the whiteboard my my back was to a wall, and my whiteboard sat sat beside me or uh, behind me, so the whiteboard was sitting behind me. And and I would get comments like, "Whoa, look at that thing! Look at that white! Like, holy cow!" And it has my mission statement. It has my ten rules of engagement. My to-do list, uh, six bank accounts that I believe that you should have, like education, financial, all that. Uh, has the it you know has my revenue streams of where everything comes from. My residual income, my active income, has my guests and shows that I was on. Um, you know, my marketing strategy for everything has it all. It's all in this whiteboard. It's my planning board. People are like, holy cow. A great background that I think looks absolutely incredible is my friend Christopher Lockhead, who has a show called, uh, it used to be called Legends and Losers. Now it's Follow Your Different. And Follow Your Different, he has pictures of his favorite bands, a guitar, a surfboard. You know, it's things that he really cares about. So I thought was like, well, behind me, I can put my military stuff or put, um, I've, I've got photos and of and posters of Kiss. I like the band Kiss. Grew up listening to them. Put that behind there. Put some Rocky Balboa stuff because I love Rocky. But I think that instead of you sitting in front of a white wall, uh, I put flowers or. Or pictures or whatever So I'm excited to bring on my guest So that she can decide I just wanted to kind of front that out You know, like I was told Don't wear stripes on stage It makes you look, you know, whatever and I just I never thought twice about what I wear About the colors that would go into the audience's mind And how they would interact and whatever So I want to welcome my guest She's the expert, I'm not Please help me welcome Shelly Golden to the show Hey, Sean,
0: how are you doing?
1: Super glad to I'm be doing, here. I'm doing amazing. I was talking to the audience about my experience in personal branding image. I mean, I think we all kind of are in personal branding, the way that your website looks, the way that your Facebook and social medias look, the way your podcast looks. But I just, I, I had a black pair of shoes. I had a white pair of slacks, not white, but it was a lighter color, right? And then I had just uh-huh. a white lined, you know, purple shirt with like white lines in it, you know, and, and I was at an event and she's like, yeah, you, you don't ever wear stripes on stage. I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, I think it was a, you know, so, yeah, I was just kind of prefacing like what we'll talk about based on my own experience because like virtual summits are skyrocketing. 2021 is going to be no different. And how much more amazing would it be the response that you get when you come on to Zoom and you have an amazing appearance.
0: Well, that's, that's exactly what I help uh, professionals do. Because when you come on to any type of uh, conference call, whether it's Zoom or Teams or WebEx, whatever it may be, it's not just you anymore. It's you and everything in your box. So that's what I call it. I call it your box.
2: It's, <laughs> know, it's your box.
0: That. And, and yeah. I actually look at it like a painting. So, you know, I see there's you in the foreground, ideally, that, and there's also the background. You know, some people's backgrounds are better than ever. But people are looking at you in your box, and they're perceiving you and everything around you, and what is around you is really what they're checking out. Are you in a messy bedroom? Are you in the kitchen? Are you in the garage? And that really people about you. This is how you're perceived. And what I do is I've created what I call the Zoom Makeover, uh, which is a five-step process Love. that I take people through. It's camera angle, lighting background, what color clothing works best on you in the space you're in. Since I'm a color consultant, I can't help myself. And lastly, what I call Zoom-specific makeup techniques for women or men that wear makeup to help people like Bullseye to focus in on your face and what you're saying. Because what I try to do is I try to help increase engagement with you, help increase and improve rapport with you and so this way this creates trustworthiness and helps elevate your brand
1: which is absolutely necessary and after I I you know listened to her and I'd asked around because I kind of vet and research and everything else people are like well well yeah <laughs> like that's a thing I'm like that's a thing they're like that's a thing <laughs> Like, ugh, like the little things that you would never think mattered really matters. Right. Like, for
0: example, here's a couple of things that really matter.
1: The first
0: thing that everybody notices when you get on a conference call is the lighting. Lighting's the first thing they notice. They notice if you're in the light. They notice if you're in the dark. They notice if you have light on half your face. But what I try to achieve is that it feels like we're just sitting across the table from each other. So you want to have the light coming from in front, ideally from both left and right. So if you have a window on one side, you might need to compensate the light on the other side so that the lighting is the same left and right on your face. Also, if you're going to position some lighting, extra lights, exterior lights, or should I say additional lights, you want to put, you want to angle them right. at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock so that they're on the left side of your face and on the right side of your face. And also, you might want to put those lights just a little bit higher than your eyes so it's not in your eyes, it's angled down to your face and it right. softens your face a little bit.
1: What does that so do? That
0: it just it just softens it. It does it. It makes it look like you don't have a spotlight on your face. You know. I mean, how many times <laughs> have you been on a, like a the Zoom ring call light. and it looks like someone's got a spotlight on their face and right. you know, and they're just kind of right. dealing with it. So that's what I try to avoid. But also, the light that you have coming from your computer or your monitor is a blue light, and so what happens is everybody looks a little bit washed out. And so, and, you know, you look tired, you look a little bit blue, you're gray. And so to compensate for that, some of these ring lights have kind of a warm, neutral, and cool setting. So you'd want to put it on a warm setting. But then I have like a super uber easy, cheap, and dirty hack. And that is if you take post-its, so like a fuchsia-colored post-it, and a bright yellow Post-it, and put it over your light. Mix those two colors together, and you get kind of a peachy color. And that compensates the light, the blue light coming from your computer, and it helps your skin tone look more natural. And it doesn't matter whether you're light-skinned or dark-skinned. That's the right color combination to neutralize the blue light coming from your computer. That's so that's cool. a really easy, easy hack that you could do that's like cheap and easy. Sure. Uh, another For thing sure. that you can do that is really easy to do, first of all, pick up your mess, whatever, you know, whatever it is around you, pick up your mess. But if, if you're, if you have a bookshelf behind you, you want to put all the books vertical because our eyes are used to seeing books in vertical positions and then they mm-hmm. become benign and it doesn't matter if you have cookbooks and business books and, you know, the Kama Sutra. doesn't really matter what you have there right. because people can't, people can't read the titles anyhow. But you also want to put the tallest book furthest from your eye, you know, the way it shows in back of you, and the shortest book closest to your eye. Because then if you put it on a diagonal, kind of like, I line up the books tallest to shortest with the shortest closest to your eye, it acts like a little bit of a subliminal arrow angling down to your eyes to help force mm-hmm. people to show them where to look.
1: Wow. No kidding.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I do huh. that all the time. Um, I lived in Amsterdam for, for 10 years, and when I lived there, I studied the Dutch master's and many paint. They actually use subliminal lines in their paintings to show you where they want you to look. So this is what I do. I try to create these subliminal lines. Sometimes, like I have a a flower or a plant in a certain place, because it goes on. It there's a diagonal with something else on the other side of you, and you want to put your eyes in the middle of these subliminal line diagonals. So something really simple that you can do to help people look at you, create attention, and the focus is on your face, not what's around you. I would have
1: never guessed. I would have never guessed that just the subliminal messaging and 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 really – because I would, I would think – I mean, I don't know. I guess I've never noticed. But whenever I'm on a Zoom call with somebody, I'm just focusing on the person anyways man. I, I like, I'll look around to kind of see like, Oh, that's a cool, like if they have a, a baseball helmet or something, you know, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like that's a great team or yeah, I'm looking on the walls or maybe they got some baby pictures or something like that. But, uh, I would have never guessed like something as simple as the books kind of making a subliminal arrow. I, that blew me away. Yeah. And you know, just like, you know, when you, when you look
0: at, you know, it's, Movies, they have, they've designed those sets so everything is in a certain place to help create the illusion of, whatever the illusion of. So here, what we're trying to create is the we're trying to create that everything looks nice. You don't really want distractions. So that's why if you have some, you know, going back to the bookshelf. Some books to the left, some books to the right, some horizontal, some mm-hmm. vertical. It's a, it's a little bit distracting to our eyes. So you want it nice. You want it neat. You want it organized. But the main event is you want people to look at you. And I, what I try to do is I try to create so that they look at you, your face, and your torso. So you want your head really close to the top of the box. You want your eyes in the top third. And you want to see your torso, uh, you know, at least kind of to your, to the middle of your chest because that's mm-hmm. what we're missing in Zoom. You know, when we're on a conference call, we're missing that interpersonal reaction. So if you were talking and I'm dying to say something, I might tap my foot or move my fingers, and you would see that if you were in the same room with me. But because you're on, on you know, like I say, Zoom, you don't see mm-hmm. that. So if you can see a much of my torso, my upper torso, you'll be able to read some of my nonverbal body language. And you'll see maybe I move a tiny bit in closer to the screen. You'll know, hmm, maybe she wants to say something. So you need to read these nonverbals. So that's, I often say, if you put your, th- your thumbs under your armpits, you want to see your mm-hmm. thumbs at the bottom of the screen. You also want Interesting. to have just, you also want to have just literally a couple of fingers if you put sit up straight and you put a, your fingers on top of your head, you want to see just a couple of fingers. You want your head really close to the top, but not cut off. And this way, mm-hmm. you're taking up as much real estate in your box as you can. You want to take up mm-hmm. that entire center third. Because you are what people are looking at, not everything around you.
1: Right. Yeah, because yeah, I was saying my eyes tend to, to wander a little bit sometimes when I get on. And I'm just kind of looking around. and uh, I've done a couple of uh, coaching calls with someone, and I guess it's not that big of a deal because we're just like, kind of one-on-one, you know? But uh-huh. uh, they're like laying in bed. I was like, are you in bed right now? Like, oh, yeah, I'm just kind of relaxing. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> whatever. All right, let's do our call. You know, like, it's just kind of the first thing. I'm like, are you in bed, right? Like, you're laying in bed? I'm like, all right, well, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> like,
0: right. You know, I just... you know if, if you if you got together with somebody and you're having a conversation in person in North America, you look at each other <laughs> in your eyes, right? So, right. Like, I why would I want to look at you in bed, <laughs> you know? And, and you <laughs> right. really, you want to engage. You want to really try to look at that little camera. So I have a couple little tricks for that. You know, so again, I am trying to help you engage with me. I'm trying to help you create a better rapport with me because then you'll have uh, you'll, you'll look at me and you'll, you'll have more trust. You'll look at me as more trustworthy. It elevates my brand. So here's a couple of tips. So next to my camera, I have a bright yellow post-it. And I happen to have a little happy face on it, but it doesn't have to be anything. It just has to be a bright color. And I put it right next to my camera because I can't really always see the camera, but I could see this bright yellow post-it, and my eye kind of knows where to go when I'm talking. When I'm talking and I'm I'm on camera, so it, it gives me a bullseye to look at. Uh, so another trick that you can do is, you know, if you have, let's say, like a Zoom room or a Teams room or a Google Meet room, whatever it is, on your computer. Don't have it take up the whole screen, the whole monitor, because then you're looking to the down to the left, to the right. Your your head is literally moving back and forth and up and down. If you shrink that box down so it really takes up just a small amount right. of space right under your camera, then mm-hmm. your head is not moving left to right as much. So you, you literally... Will it appear, it will appear that your eyes are pretty darn close to that camera, as opposed to swinging from left to right, because the person in the bottom left box happens to be talking, <laughs> you know, and then the person <laughs> right. in the bottom right, right box. So if you're looking down, and it looks like you're not paying attention.
1: That so oh have, my gosh, that's so true. Now that you say right. that, and and you and you make me think, kind of think about it. Wow, because I look, you know, because we'll be let's say it's six, six, seven people or whatever, and I held a mastermind with about eight or nine people in it. Uh huh. And when I think about where I'm looking, and then I look at my, it looks like I'm looking. It looks like I'm I'm facing, like my whole head, everything is like looking down at like the bottom corner of my of my screen, but it's not like I have the zoom panel or whatever it's called, uh, the window, the size of the screen. I mean, it's only whatever size it gives me and, and minimize the version or whatever. But now that you say like when your eyes are going back and forth, it looks like you're not paying attention. Like, Holy smokes. It does. It looks like I'm on my phone. It looks like I'm just looking around. You know, but I'm actually looking or, or speaking to the person that's either in one of the corners of the screen.
0: You shrink wow. down that, that that screen size and literally have it be just maybe a fifth, depending upon how how big, you know, if you have it on a monitor, right. how big your monitor, if you kind of shrink it down. So your eyes are just kind of in a very small circle in the upper third of the, of, of your monitor. You also... Very, super, super, super important. You want your eyes to be at the same level as your camera, which means you do not mm. want to put your laptop on your desk and look down at it because if you're looking down at your at your laptop on your desk, that means everybody's looking at your ceiling.
2: <laughs> if, you, if you think of it that
0: way. So, you know, they're looking up your nose, they're looking under your chin, they're looking Ooh, up
1: uh, at your ceiling. That's what I, was, I was thinking, <laughs> I'm like, well, if you're looking down, then they can see up your nose, and, yeah.
0: Right, exactly. So, you want to have that camera exactly at eye lever, a level or a tiny, tiny bit above eye level so that it causes your eyes to open up just a little bit wider, whereas if you're looking down, it's your – Screen or even your camera. That means your eyes have—I I call it the puppy dog look. You know, your eyes are, are looking down a little bit. But if you uh, you have them open, you have them straight across. It it feels like I'm just sitting on the other side of the table from you, and that's what I I aim to to achieve. Mm-hmm. That's what I try to create it's just the perception how are you perceived I'm perceived like I'm just sitting on the other side of the table looking at you straight in your eyes because I have my, my screen made small and it's right under my camera
1: wow wow yeah, I'm going to have to so, try that one because it does look like I'm kind of just looking around or I'm looking at my phone or I'm looking down. And I'm like, no, I'm really looking at you. <laughs> like, right, right, yeah, i right. have, to, I'm, yeah. Yeah, you have to try that one. I'm curious about your why. Like, Why did you choose this? Why personal branding image, the Zoom makeover? Why do you do what you do? Uh,
0: that's an awesome question. Uh, th- the short answer it's what I was born to do. The longer answer is okay. <laughs> uh, I'm it. actually fourth. I'm fourth generation in the fashion and clothing business. It's a little bit genetic. I really couldn't help myself. In college, I actually studied textiles and business, so I'm a real textile junkie. I've worked in the fashion and clothing business on and off my entire adult life wholesale, retail. I'm a costume historian. I've designed and made costumes for theater. Uh, I've lectured on costumes around the world. Uh, Tailor. I'm a certified color consultant. I have this really narrow niche, but I am deep in my narrow niche. And so I have been, uh, like I say, on and off. Uh, like, pick a decade, pick a term: stylist, fashion consultant, <laughs> image consultant. Same thing. Pick a, you know different terminology my entire adult life. So I've, wow. I've always been working with people, helping them look their best. What is the right shape for their body? What shape is their body? What, you know, I sometimes I call myself the queen of camouflage. You know, how do we camouflage? Oh. What needs to be camouflaged and accented? What needs to be accented? So this is something that I've always done. And then at the beginning of COVID, I didn't think about it. I was doing a workshop with, with a, a, a business coach and I said, Well, I could help people look good online and feel confident and look their best online and I started doing this and I started calling it a, a Zoom makeover and it has absolutely exploded. And so wow. it, it 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 wasn't a thing and now it's a thing. <laughs> you know, so it's not like people doing this. So it was just this natural progression, helping people look their best with the right colors, the right shape. Um, like I said, though, so I'm, I'm putting the, the lines, the, the, the background, I'm creating background. Sometimes when I'm working with individuals in real time, we're on, a, on websites buying inexpensive art or artificial plants or, you know, like you need a four-foot plant for that space or you need a one-foot wide and 2 foot high red red floral arrangement for that space whatever it may be just to kind of create this lovely nice attractive welcoming space that's not distracting and so it has become this kind of wild animal that I'm really excited it's been super fun so cuz I work with individuals I work with Companies. I come into companies. I do workshops with companies. I give presentations with workshops. And it, I've been working with companies and individuals across the U.S. and Canada. Uh, so it's been pretty exciting. It's been a pretty wild ride.
1: What are some of the transformations that you have seen from those you've worked with? I looked at your website, your Facebook and you can mm-hmm. see, you know, there was a lady that was in front of a window. And I know, I know that, that that is not a good thing because the light from the window can drown out some things. And uh, I've had that happen where the sun has just kind of washed everything out. So right. now, now it's the wall with the picture and the bookcase and the, you know, and, and it looks really nice. And so, her camera was above her head instead of at eye level, and you can really kind of see a difference in posture and 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 just how everything looks. What has what has been some of the transformations that that you've seen that you've even been wowed by?
0: Um, a couple of them that I've been wowed by. Um, oh, I've done so many. Uh, one of them that actually <laughs> comes to mind. Uh, One problem to have is I worked with a woman who had a physical virtual background, so like literally like a backdrop that she ordered online, and okay. it was you know so you know a lot of people have that as well. So you know this yep. is what she had. This is what we had to work with. You know, so I I work with what people have in their home. That's what that's what makes me special. And so she had this, but she had her computer again on her desk, and we were looking up under her chin, and she had a couple of extra chins that you know would not be as appealing as if she had only one chin. and right But the camera was angled up to to her face, and you could see over this virtual backdrop, which was the, uh, a very cool room. Like it looked like an old building, an old renovated building. And when you first looked at her, you, you felt like you wanted to lean your head to the left and tilt it up because that would have been a better perspective of this room. <laughs> you know, it's, wow. like, it, it, it changed the perspective of the room. So we ended up, raising her computer up about a foot which is a lot because she was also standing up so we raised her computer up a foot and then she this backdrop was kind of a black and white gray black and white wall and then mm-hmm. she had a bookshelf a real bookshelf we scooted that bookshelf against this you know virtual physical backdrop put some books on it then we also brought in a it was an artificial plant that she had somewhere in her house and we put that also against the backdrop and now it started to look like a real room as opposed to this artificial backdrop that was behind her that like you really wanted to lean over to the left and turn your head upside down to look at this. Uh, so that was I mean, that that was kind of how you felt how I felt. But that was a really wow. huge a huge transformation. Uh, and working with her. Um, I worked with another um, gentleman who literally had had um, a, a brand new room. I mean, he, he literally did a renovation in his house, and he had a room that he was designating as, as his office. Since all of a sudden, so many people find themselves working from home, so I have found this a number of times. And what I did with him it, before our – uh, individual session is I did a little preliminary look around the room and I gave him guidance on where to place the furniture, what lights he should buy ahead of our session. Uh, and then during our session, we, we looked at artwork. We looked at, uh, like I said, artificial plants, you know, something to put in that corner that was X dimension. And so we literally created a whole, Room based around how he is going to be sitting in front of his computer while uh, conducting Zoom sessions. So that wow. was literally, it was almost designing a whole room around his Zoom his Zoom camera. Um, so that was that was a, a really fun transformation. And then lastly, uh, one other uh, transformation is a woman. Uh, this was pretty much at the beginning of Covid. She was relegated to kind of a lost area in her room in her in her house that had a cavernous ceiling kind of at the top of a staircase. And she had her laptop on her desk. So now you're looking up her you know looking up under her chin towards this cavernous ceiling. So it was like, whoa, you know, like you know, nice architecture up there, you know. And so, <laughs> I mean, that's I dig a, your moldings. You <laughs> right. I mean, that's what you saw like, whoa, nice architecture up there. And so we raised up her laptop, and she had some of these, these high windows that the sun was just streaming in. The, the glare was really intense, but they, she was in. So I did two really easy things. I literally had her take white printer paper and tape it in the window. And that got rid of the glare. It was a really simple oh, wow. hack. There was another window in front of her. It was, a, you know, a relatively small window a little higher up. And I could see that there was still like a, a glare, like a shiny area on her forehead. So I said, oh, well, we need to do something and wet that window as well. And she said, oh, I have my kid's art project on pink construction paper. I'm like, great, put it in the window. Let's see how it looks. And that gave her the right skin complexion. By putting this pink construction paper in the this bright window, it kind of pinked her up, and it counterbalanced that blue light that I was talking about that comes in off yeah. the computer. And so that was wow. just and then I also had her order a, a small four-inch ring light. But those three little lighting hacks completely changed how she looks when she's on, on camera.
1: Wow. So what do you think about the Zoom virtual backgrounds? I know that sometimes it kind of fades in and out. Uh, I use one sometimes, and, like, my, my earphones will kind of just – not be there or like you'll try to show somebody something you have to take it off because all you look like is you have nothing in your hands you have nothing in your hands at all but you actually have something because the virtual background doesn't pick it up so what is your thoughts on the virtual backgrounds that zoom offers
0: okay there's a couple of things going on first of all they're getting a little boring <laughs> that's that's like right off the bat you know, plus I'm in right. I'm in San Francisco where they are. It's like okay, I, I can't even tell you how many people have the Golden Gate Bridge behind them. I'm like okay, I've seen like twelve versions of the Golden Gate Bridge. Boring, boring, boring. Um, so um, so, but there's a couple things going on with virtual backgrounds. Uh, one, if you have a if you some people need a virtual background. Some people just need it. You know, they're relegated to the garage or. They really, they, they're in a kitchen with, you know, and they're in a small place and, and they really don't have any place sure. nice and there's kids running around. Um, in that, in that uh, circumstance, what I would advise is to get a green screen. And the mm. bonus of a green screen, and, and you can get an inexpensive one. The best ones are, it, it, it's literally a, what they call a banner style. You lift it up out of this like little case that sits on the floor. Uh, that's the yep. best. E- it's easy to store. It's easy to set up. But by having these green screens that you could probably get starting in like in the $70 range is mm-hmm. then your body parts don't disappear. But you also need to go <laughs> on. <laughs> you need to go on the zoom settings and check a little box that says uh, I have a green screen. So that's really important to do. You'll, you'll need, you know, go into like your, your the, the the settings, and uh, mm-hmm. there's a virtual background settings, and that is uh, that's what you need to do if you if you have to have a virtual background. But here's a note on virtual backgrounds, just because I've been doing, I I've been in the Zoom makeover business for the last nine ten months. <sighs> Is that, I mean, what what was that? I don't know. I created this, you know, at the beginning of, of, of COVID. What I've noticed is that people appear and feel more trust. They, they, the people that they're speaking to, they have greater trust in them if they do not have a virtual background. If they have their real room showing people have a higher regard for them. They appear more trustworthy. Uh, very so if, interesting. If, if, yeah, because I think people are like, oh, what are you hiding? And uh, also uh, virtual backgrounds, like what are, you, what are you hiding? Sometimes they're distracting. You need to be really careful. Sometimes they're super distracting. I try to uh, advise my clients, if you're going to have a virtual background, you want to have it nice. You do not want anything moving. You don't want animals. You don't want palm trees swaying or penguins walking around. Um, you want it nice. You want it simple. You don't want people's eyes to be checking out your background if, if, if it's busy. You want them to focus in on you. So if you have a corporate uh, virtual background, that's cool. That's good. What I would advise if you have any control over it is if you're going to put your company name or your logo, you only need it. <laughs> you know, unlike these letters right. that have the, the name over and over and over everywhere you look, you only need it once because people are already going to be staring at you in your box for however long already.
2: Mm-hmm. They'll get
0: it. You know, you don't need to put it, you know, put it over and over again. Um, and if you place a logo where is the best place to put it? So think of it this way. Say, you know, you say, okay, I give up, and you put your hands up, you know, like if you're, you know, like, you know, like, you know, put your hands up, shoot them up, put your hands up, and you put your hands yep. up next to your face, that's where, you know, like, okay, that's where your logo should go. It should go at eye level so that it's, it's the same level as your eye. So people will still be in the same neighborhood as logo your eyes because you want to keep people looking at your eyes. That's what you want, your eyes and your mouth. And that's for women who are, are listening to the show. You want to put a little bit of lipstick on so that people can see your lips and watch you talk, especially if there's a little bit of what I call a little nano, a nano blip. And the sound goes out for a minute, or you know, there's a little bit, a bit of uh, bad connectivity, and uh, yep. the screen freezes a little bit. If they can watch your mouth, they can read your lips a little bit.
2: Right?
1: Huh? So my background probably was driving you nuts during that during that summit.
0: No, it didn't. I, I I I didn't see you for that long.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was only for like you know, just a couple of minutes. I was only there for what two minutes each, I think. So like six minutes yeah, like six minutes. yeah because I have right. like like, you know, my low my, my podcast graphic, it says TEDx speaker, book me here at this website right up above my head. I've got one, two, it three or four tiles each row. Places I've spoke things that I've done, like it's just tiles all the way across. So it's like little, you know, uh, speaking flyer logos and things. I mean, that's, I was like, well, if I'm going to use a virtual background, I got to, you know, actually show people that I've actually spoken at different places, you know? <laughs> so, you know, I just put those up there. And, uh, and that's kind of what I use when I go into speaking engagements online is I use my virtual background says that I'm a TEDx speaker has the places I've spoken at. And a place the book for me. I figured eh, simple, small, ready, go. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's,
0: that's good. You know, you know, if you have if you have, you know, some promotional information, I think that's great. Okay. It it brands you. And what is branding? Branding yeah. is just a way to remember you. <laughs> just like I, I huh. created a, a, a little sign that has my company name, Shelly Golden Style. And I put Zoom makeovers, and I kind of have it in the background, but that is my brand. That's branding me. So even if I, don't have, if I don't say a word, people get when they come on and they look at me in my box, they know who I am and what I do.
1: That's very clever. I like that. So as we start to close the show, where do you see 2021? Because I don't think we're going to be like, Going back to in person speaking events, full crowds anytime soon. Nope. So where do you where do you see twenty twenty one going as far as the summit space, virtual summit space? You know, what are we looking at?
0: So I actually, you know, this this is this is my my new my kind of my new business even though it's just kind of a, another product and service that I offer. Right. But I've been speaking to a lot of people in the event planning space and I'm involved in many many networking groups. And everybody's pretty much convinced there's not probably not much going on through 2021. So we're going to be having uh, event planners are are really working really hard on how to figure out how to plan big networking events because yep. an organizations and an industries still need this. And the reason mm-hmm. I'm involved with that is because they still have their keynotes, still have mm-hmm. their breakout rooms with, with speakers and presenters. And I'm actually working with a, a, an event planner. Uh, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm working with an event planner who's planning a, a couple of these events, and I will be the person who preps all of her speakers and, and, and presenters. Because if we were in person, everybody would be on the same stage with the same lighting, with the same right. camera angle, same background. Right. But now they're in their home, whatever room they are in, hopefully not in their bed.
2: <laughs> and so... <laughs>
0: and And so um, so that's kind of how I'm working with people on how to up level the way they look for, uh, for speaking, for events, for for summits uh, and And the reality is people really need to just accept this, but you also people are also getting really tired of wearing their same five things.
2: Right.
0: You, know, you know they're getting right. and so you might want to you know think hey you know maybe one day i'm gonna wear something nicer because what it does it changes your mentality it it changes how you how productive you are they've actually done yep. studies that have shown the the nicer you dress the more productive and creative you are also the nicer you dress the more money you can charge and the more money people will pay you. Or
1: can I any- tell you a funny story about what you just said? Sure. So the nicer you dress, the more money you can command. Is is how I is how I kind of internalize that. Like you can make more money because people are like, Wow, look at look at how he dresses and I'm just thinking in my head like, you know, the nice suits and the all that. I'm speaking at an event. Oh, where was I? I think it was in LA and there was a person on stage and I cannot remember what she does, but we were talking and then she was, she was talking about, um, you know, some imaging and some branding for books and like your podcast graphics and she's kind of an all around like business feel like your business has to feel like a certain way and doesn't have to, um, doesn't have to look like everybody else's you know do something different i mean that was the talk right the very next guy that comes up there goes i want to talk about what she said for just a second and so his talk was about was literally about standing out from the crowd and he goes you know, I had a planned speech. I'm gonna go right into it. We really do need to be different because there's three of you guys that showed up here today with a blue suit, white shirt, and brown boots, and me and the two other people <laughs> stood up. He's like, you guys need to stand stand up. We almost had the same exact color scheme on. The only difference was my so I have a Steve Harvey uh, blue suit. It's like a it's a it's a lighter blue, but it's not that dark navy blue. But it's light. Yep. It's lighter, and then I have a I call can. It, I
0: call that the, the new blue. I call it.
1: Okay, it's really beautiful, and so I yeah. I wore a a light kind of a sand uh, kind of a sand color sand tee, um, button up sand colored shirt, and I had a handkerchief in my pocket to match my shirt, and then I mm-hmm. had brown boots, like a light kind of, I don't know what the colors are, beige or uh, fox tan, kind of orange, like that that color, right? And and so I look at the other guys, and they have the blue suit with the white shirt and the brown boots. And their brown boots are a little bit darker, a little bit. But he's like, we really need to stand out. And these guys that show up with blue suits the white shirts and brown boots really to step up their game. And everybody starts laughing. I was like, this is the first time I've, I literally bought that suit for the event. <laughs> like, the, and I didn't, even, I didn't even spoke yet. I'm, I'm still like two behind the other speaker. I still got like two more speakers, him, another person than me. And I was going to close this thing out. I was going to close it out. But the other two guys had already spoken, so they already seen what they were wearing. And then I'm going to get up there and close the show. I'm like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> well, well, you, you know, it's suit, funny. white
1: I... shirt, brown boots.
0: I, I, I had a, a, an interview with Wiki WikiHow earlier today. And so one of the questions they asked me was, how do you stand out? How, <laughs> it's funny right. that you're saying that. And so right. for men and women, you know, one of the kind of my answer on how do you stand out? How, how, are, how, how can you be different? And my, my response was, you know, you want to look around. You want to look at different people. You want to look at different aged people, people from different cultures, right. uh, people from different countries. What are they doing different? Even if you see one thing from uh, somebody from this country or this culture or this part of the world or somebody who's doing something over here, wh- how, whatever it is, whether you're a man or a woman, different elements accessories, main clothing, colors, textures. And if you kind of take a little of this of something that catches your eye and a little bit of that something that catches your eye, so maybe it's it's the color shoe, it's the type of shoe, it's the the, the type of shirt you're wearing. How many buttons you have, How, what you've done with the sleeves and the cuffs and the pocket squares. And, you know, kind of even like for, for, for you know, I'm you know, kind of doing a, a man's dress over here, you know, um, but if you, if you, that is a way that you can differentiate because right now in our culture is everybody looks the same case yep. in point. That's exactly what you're talking about. And yep. so it's really, you know, how do you differentiate yourself? You know, the, the younger you are, the less you care to differentiate yourself, but it's always been that way. Um, you know, in in societies, you know, all the young people yeah. always look alike, and so yeah. it, it 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 might take a little bit of of like searching. What can I do that's a little different that stands out?
1: Yeah, Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, as soon as you said that, oh, if you dress really good, you're gonna make more money. I'm like, well, let me tell you about my experience. <laughs> I like, right, I was like, oh man, and my wife and I scoured. Like I needed, I needed an amazing suit, and we were watching Family Feud, and there's Steve Harvey talking about Steve Harvey suits. I'm like, oh, I gotta get a Steve Harvey suit. So we find one; it's really nice. Uh, you know, we we look at the shirt, uh, you know variety of colors that I have, and I'm like, okay, what really goes with this? And I mean, we really put it all together. My wife was so good about. Like, I think it's going to fit this, and this is how this looks. And we tried different colors, and we just agreed, like, this looks amazing. Oh, my gosh. I've had nothing like this before. This is awesome. I have a zoot suit I wore on stage one time because it was like, a, it was like a, a ball atmosphere. So everybody was in, like, suits uh-huh. and dresses. And it was kind of like a themed speaker. It was really cool. It was at an old, 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 old New York theater. So everybody uh-huh. was, like, zoot suit, ball and gown. Like, it was amazing. And, uh, uh-huh. uh, but, I have a, but I have nothing like the blue suits and the brown shoes. Like, I mean, I could just wear a black suit, black pants. Like, hey, that's cool. But I just wanted to do something different. And then two other people did the same thing. I was like, oh, crap. So, but I, I still know, wear it. I don't care. I, I still wear it.
0: Right. You know, and for guys, you know, so like if I, you know, as an image consultant, I, you know, have guys come to me like, how can I look different? You know, I'm a guy. It's a certain pair of pants, right? And, and so, it, you know, it, it's, you know, women at least have more options, but for men, the difference is what colors, what patterns and yes. the fit, you know, is it tighter? Is it looser? You know, under, under your blue suit, maybe you needed the same color or a darker shirt as opposed to a lighter shirt, you know, to uh. kind of give it an edgier, more European look. You know, uh-huh. um, so, so it's, you know, there's always something you can do that makes it a little bit different.
1: Love it. Yeah, this has so, been such amazing content and so, so, so valuable. And I know in 2021, you know, this kind of, I feel like 2020 was like the test year. Like, uh, I know a lot of people were doing Zoom for the virtual summits. I was actually on a virtual summit software that somebody was using, which I thought was really cool. Um, I mean, people have been doing webinars forever, but I, I feel like 2020 was the test. Like Tony Robbins did like a 23,000 zoom thing. Or like he was testing it, building out software. Like, can I do this? I'm not sure. But I think that in 2021, people are really going to need you because the game is going to be stepped up. It's going to be no nonsense is going to be just as valuable as if you were on stage for real and I think that we're going to start doing hybrid events because I've been to a lot of events speaking and only probably two ever had like an online audience like hey wave to our audience online like wait right uh a lot of churches are recording their sermons and putting them online so they're doing online church I right. feel like 2021 is going to be big for virtual summits, and and the event space online is going to get a lot more busy.
0: Right, because people are they, they're realizing, okay, we're, we're here. You know, this isn't a, a three or four or five or six month thing. We're here. This is it. And right. so. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, I've worked, like I said, I've I've worked with people in the event space. I've worked with authors. I've worked with people who are giving the presentations. How do they look? How do they appear? I've worked with people who can, in in the corporate world. How do you present? You're you're speaking to your clients. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to. You you want to be perceived as somebody who's sharp, who's organized, who's professional. You don't want them, you know, okay, I'm fine if you wear your slippers, but, you know, from the waist up, you need to look really professional. <laughs> but, you know, but, but it's how to limit the distractions so people right. will pay attention to you, what you're saying. You want to be inspirational, and you want them to focus on you. And, right. and if, if this all happens, your brand will be elevated because people will say, wow, wow she, all, she, or he always looks awesome online. Like, wow, somebody yeah. must've helped them. And that's where I come in.
1: Well, I definitely am going to tell everybody about you. Um, c- cause I have a lot of speakers that I represent. I have a lot of speaker friends and, you know, I think there's a point where people are getting comfortable with wearing just a t-shirt cause you know, it's whatever, you know t shirt like the last event that I spoke at a podcasting event I wore my i love podcasting t shirt There's been a mm-hmm. couple of events where I've just just worn a button up i got maybe it's like you know I'm speaking at like nine o'clock in the morning, so I've got pajama pants on the bottom and I've got a nice button up on top, you know business on top party in the in on the bottom you know but yep, i just i think <laughs> so i I think that uh I realized that. Where everybody's attention is going online to the online space as far as virtual events, I have a feeling that take it a lot more serious than it did this year. Yes. Yeah. For sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and interestingly, another group that I've been speaking to are attorneys. You know, so wow. like, how do you, you know, like how do you appeal to a certain judge? Or you're you're giving a you're taking a deposition and you want to come off as the hard ass. Oops, should I not have said that? So you you want to come <laughs> off, you know, you want to come off a little bit as the hard ass. How do you present yourself to look that way? Or you want to kind of come off as the softy? How do you present yourself to look like the softy? You know, how do you get the reaction that you want to get? And so this is how I'm helping people kind of. And it's, again, it's all these little things inside your box, and it all adds up to how people perceive you.
1: I love it. I love what you're doing. I think it is amazing that, and, and you know what you did was you pivoted and created something else amidst the pandemic. You didn't just say, oh, no, no one's going to speak. Yes, my business is ruined. Like you like, no, nah, I'm going to do the zoom thing and we're going to make this thing work. And I mean, I love your tenacity. I love what you've created. And I think this is just the beginning. You know, there's, there's been a lot of webinars that people have watched a lot of, you know, online videos and things, but this I think is going to be the space where you have a business meeting or you have, you know, a speaking engagement, that's a virtual summit conference, whatever, and and this is going to be absolutely necessary. So I I am very impressed that you said I'm going to make this thing online. I'm going to make this thing a Zoom, and you niched so far down that uh, I mean it it's it's going to be big next year. I promise you, it's going to be big.
0: Oh yeah! Awesome. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so you know, if, if you know, somebody it, wants to,
0: also- yeah. You know, I, and I come at it from a, a psychological and artistic point of view. So it's a little bit different than, you know, just, you know, ha- have your lights like this and, you know, your background like that. Right. So, right. Uh, so if,
1: Yeah, it
0: too. So, so to get in touch with me, is that what you were going to ask?
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody wants to work with you, they're like, okay, I, I have to work with her. She's absolutely brilliant. How do they get in touch with you? What
0: way would be to you could email me directly, so Shelley at shellygoldenstyle dot and that's Shelley with an E Y, so Shelley at Shelly dot uh, You could also go onto my website, which is shellygoldenstyle and you could check it out. There's a you know a contact me there, um, and I will absolutely get back with you. Uh, I'm happy to have a, a conversation with you, how I can help you, because I, I do different things. I do individual sessions. I do uh, mm-hmm. workshops within small groups and companies. I do large presentations. So if you need a keynote speaker or presenter, um, I, I, this, is, this is what I'm doing, um, and I've been speaking to companies and organizations across the U.S. and Canada, and so I can help you out. I could help your company. I could help up-level you. Uh, even if you have an organization that that needs some somebody to come in for a, like a special program,
1: love it, awesome! I love what you're doing. I thought I, I think it's very amazing that amidst the pandemic, you found a way to capitalize on people's attention going to Zoom and online. And I just think that you are absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for being an amazing guest on the show honored to have you. Like I said, I think 2021 is going to be the year that people take their branding image to the max. I think 2020 was kind of the, ooh, a lot of online engagements. How's that going to look? I think 2021 people are going to take this real, real serious because I don't see us going back to in-person events like we did two years ago uh, anytime soon. So thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: You're welcome, Sean. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so very much for having me.
1: You're welcome. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world and online around her. If any part of this conversation resonated with you today with myself and the personal branding image consultant, Shelley Golden, connect with her. Website, hyperlink is right there. LinkedIn, Facebook, right there. Click on those. Send her a friend request. Send her a message letting her know that you listened to this episode of Life Transformation Radio. With that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live an amazing life.